Hey everyone, thanks for listening to The Rudy Show, a podcast with idioms, facts, and theories around wellness. Alright, I try to keep things uh, real. I try to keep things positive. I try to keep things real positive. But we all know the world is not always real positive. So, um, I have a few different formats to this podcast. There's things um, similar to what I'm going to do today, which is more of an article review. Um, I also like to give, you know, some tidbits of advice, uh, some, you know, personal experience, some tribal knowledge kind of things. Um, the previous podcast was advice to what I would say is high school seniors, you know, things, someone in a tough spot graduating from high school about to uh, be released into the wild on your own. You know, there's a lot of anxiety around graduating, um, whether it's going to college, entering the workforce, um, and things like that. And this podcast that I'm about to go into today, it's almost kind of a piggyback off that previous podcast. But before we get started, I think it's important to uh, get to know some listeners and have listeners also get to know me. So, I'm working on some different social media platforms here. I recently created a Twitter account. I'm very active on Twitter right now, um, mostly for localized issues. Um, and I'm, I'm using some air quotes with issues because it's not all issues. But uh, I have found out very quickly <laughs> Twitter amplifies issues. Um, and I'm trying not, to, trying not to get involved in the uh, Twitter war, I don't know, whatever, Twitter war field. <laughs> That's not where I'm trying to go. Not my fight, not my battlefield. But uh, I am active on Twitter, especially things going on locally, um, whether it's around Council Bluffs, Omaha, the Midwest. Um, you know, I have some thoughts on things nationally as well, and I'll sprinkle those in. Sports is a thing, so always chiming in about sports. And I do this on my on my uh, other social media accounts. Twitter is just a, a new platform for me. And, uh, you know, I think it's, uh, I like it so far, I'll be honest. Now, Twitter's got a bunch of issues um, prior to, I don't know, we'll just say 2023. Um, again, not, not dabbling in the Twitter wars. Um, looking at the future here, spreading positivity and keeping it real, even uh, when things aren't real positive. So that's kind of where we're at. But anyways, also, you can find me on Instagram, at The Rooney Show. Also, it's at The Rooney Show on Twitter. Um, haven't done anything with Facebook yet. I'm kind of putting that one on the back burner for now. Instagram, you know, I used to really like Instagram. And my wife has great success on Instagram um, doing the things that she does and when I started my Instagram for the Rooney show I've been uh, been a little disappointed I'll be honest I feel like a lot of the uh, interaction I get is just spam bots um, I'm pretty disappointed in the amount of authentic interaction that I have with other people and other accounts. 
you know, usually it's it's crap. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm I'm kind of disappointed in it. All right, keeping up with some current events on me. Uh, if you can't tell, hopefully you can. This is the first podcast that I'm recording with a different microphone. So I bought a Rockville microphone. It's kind of a budget microphone. It's not the most expensive one. Um, I would say it's mid-range, maybe even towards the cheaper side. And uh, this is, you know, different. I've been using the Apple. uh, I'm working off an iPad, in case you didn't know that. I've been working off the Apple microphone or a Apple headset. So having this new Rockville microphone, this is an addition. This is the first podcast I've done with it. So that's exciting. Less exciting than that is over the weekend, I was sick and coughing and just hacking up nastiness. Um, therefore, my my throat, my voice is just trashed. Um, this is the best I've sound in going on a week, I bet. So, positive news, new microphone, less than positive news, um, voices been trashed so going on with the uh the podcast here today's podcast is somewhat of an article review i will link this article in the podcast comments and on my link tree in instagram i will figure that out link tree is good i'm still working on the podcast stuff so as the story goes this is from the des moines register And the topic is changes to Iowa's labor laws. Now, Kevin, how is this related to wellness? How is this related to the Advice to High School Senior podcast that you were talking about earlier? Well, here's the thing. In my previous podcast, if you haven't listened to it, please go back and listen to it. And then listen to this one. Or flip-flop them, I guess it doesn't really matter. But, you know, I talked about um, working hard as a teenager um, learning new things, uh, challenging yourself, just keep going. Um, also talked about some things, you know, with low income families or people in less than ideal situations. And this is no different in my opinion. So a new bill introduced in the Iowa legislature would rewrite, rewrite Iowa's child labor laws to allow teens to work in previously prohibited jobs. I'm reading some of this article in case you couldn't tell. Okay, so a list of jobs kids under 18 can't hold, such as working in slaughterhouses, meatpacking plants, um, rendering plants, mining operations, operating heavy equipment, um, operating machinery, machinery, um, also doing things like roofing and demolition. So these were all occupations that teenagers between you know the ages of 14 and 15 were not able to do or currently not able to do due to the law the child labor law now my thoughts on that i uh, i believe teens should be allowed to do these jobs legally and here's why <coughs> pardon me so and here's why okay look low income families have been and will continue to have teenagers, the early teenagers, you know, 13, 14, 15, um, 
work for cash under the table for friends, for people looking for cheap labor. Um, these things happen. Now, is it, you know, exclusively for low-income families? No, it's not. That's not what I mean by this. But coming from a low-income household, I can at least attest to this. Before I was 16, I was driving. Okay, I was driving before I had a permit. Um, I was operating a ditch witch. I was digging trenches. Um, and I helped with roofing. I did some of these other things that's currently banned by the uh, labor laws in the state of Iowa. Okay. Now, just like, I don't know, the war on drugs, purchase of illegal guns, any of these other hot button topics that certain people like to pick out, right? And, and make a, either a mockery of or exploit the situation. I don't think this is really uh, any different. It's because it's illegal doesn't mean people aren't doing it. Come on. It's like, again, war on drugs. Fentanyl is illegal. And what's killing most 17 to like 38 year olds? Currently, it's fentanyl. Well, how could that be possible when fentanyl is illegal? So, again, the, uh, the laws are prohibiting people, um, teenagers, young teenagers specifically, from doing these types of jobs. Operating equipment, doing uh, certain types of construction. But uh, they're doing it, let's be honest. So, let's give them some laws for protection. All right. Going on with the article. A bill would allow Iowa Workforce Development and... Department of Education to make exceptions for these teens. Um, it says those asking for exceptions must demonstrate activity will be performed under adequate supervision and training. That the training includes adequate safety precautions and the terms and conditions of proposed employment will not interfere with the health, well-being, or schooling of the minor enrolled into these approved programs now going back to twitter and trying not to engage in twitter wars did a, a search on the state of iowa most things that populate uh were people bashing kim reynolds for this new child labor law uh, excuse me i had to get a drink um, a lot of people on the left bashing kim reynolds nobody on the right supporting this not openly supporting it but again maybe this is a twitter thing maybe uh so many people on the right have just like st stayed away from twitter because all of the crap before now um but yeah no surprise and, and i'm i'm trying to stay very unbiased very centrist in my political view here um this is strictly an observation when i go on a twitter search iowa um, this is one of the top things that come up if people bashing Kim Reynolds for this, this child labor law, Ch proposed change to child labor law. Now, let me, uh, go back to something that was in quotes in this article. Da, 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 da. 
the activity will be performed under adequate supervision and training. So that tells me they're putting these uh, young adults, these teenagers, in a position where they shouldn't be harmed. They should be trained for the job they're doing. All right, giving you a thumbs up there. That's good news. The training includes adequate safety precautions. Okay, let's teach the... Uh, Let's teach the young adult, the teenager, about machine guarding on, you know, a shear or a brake press or a saw. Let's teach them about the emergency stop switch. Let's teach them how the machine operates. Is there adequate work instructions to go along with this? If you're from the manufacturing world, which I've spent over a decade in manufacturing, all these things should be ringing bells right now. If they're not, you should be concerned. Um, as the article goes on here, you know, the, uh, conditions of proposed employment will not interfere with the health, well-being, or schooling of the minor. The article did talk about something, you know, between, it was over the summer, essentially, between two dates over the summer where teens are able to have more flexibility within this law. So as the story goes here, um, some thoughts on it. You know, I think it's a great opportunity for these young teens to get into the workforce, especially into the trades and skilled labor. Um, let's create a pathway to employment for teens. Um, let them save some money, live a little, get some experience in the world, uh, put some money in their pocket, put some money in their bank account, try to avoid student debt after they leave school. Again, Kind of piggybacking off my uh, previous podcast for soon-to-be high school graduates. These are all things I, I would recommend doing. Um, and hopefully with this law, it will expand your, your opportunities to do so and get into some of these trades. Okay, so, um, but you know who's probably not really going to like this law, in my personal opinion? I would say maybe your uh, some of your trade schools. Maybe some of your colleges. Maybe it's going to limit the amount of money they can take in per semester. Think about it. If you're working for a carpenter from the age of 14 to 18 every summer, maybe sometime after school during the school year um, due to these new proposed labor laws. Now, again, you're not being enslaved into trade, doing these trades or these dangerous jobs. This is obviously all voluntary. Okay, so, um, you know, if you get four years of experience before you graduate high school in a skilled trade, it's probably less dependent that you need to be on a community college. Um, might have a trickle down or trickle up, however you want to say, um, to other colleges, maybe a four-year school. Maybe your work experience that you've gained before you graduate will impact your decision on getting a degree. Oftentimes, a lot of people get out of school, don't know what they want to do with their life. If you spent the last two to four years working after school over the summer, got into some of these other career fields that are in high demand right now, most of these are currently banned under the current law, you might realize you want to get into these trades. So, just uh, some food for thought there. Um, let's see here. So, 
although this does talk about um, putting the teen, the teen's health, well-being, schooling um, as a priority. All right, moving on to the article. The bill exempts businesses from civil liability if the student is sickened, injured, or killed due to the company's negligence. A business would also be free of civil liability if a student is hurt because of the teen's negligence on the job or is injured traveling to and from work. Now, that's a problem. I'm all for these young adults getting job experience. I'm all for changing these labor laws because let's be honest, it's probably happening anyways. Case in point, war on drugs. Fentanyl's bad. People are doing fentanyl and it's fucking killing them. Okay. Teens, especially ones in less than ideal situations, are working. Some are working construction, cash under the table. Okay. Let's give these these young adults and these teenagers some coverage from the state or from... You know, Department of Labor, from OSHA. This is unacceptable. If this is true, and again, I'm referencing the Des Moines Register on this article. If this is true, where companies aren't held liable, that's wrong. Flat, that's just wrong. Okay? And, uh, you know, I just think about it. If you're on the job and you got hurt, or you're a participant or just observe someone else getting hurt. You know what you can do in these other industries like manufacturing, construction, ring, 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 OSHA hotline. You can call the OSHA hotline and report an incident. Most companies have the department of labor laws and OSHA regulations posted on the job site or in the manufacturing plant. So anybody who's been in construction or the trades knows these things. And if we have these young adults, on the job, these high schoolers, we're just going to exempt them from from all these things? That's stupid. That has to change. I'm sure the Department of Labor or one of these other regulatory bodies like OSHA or, uh, oh, what's the other one? There's another one. I can't think of their name. They're going to catch wind of this and things will change. They have to change. And they should. We should cover these young adults while they're on the job. They should get the same benefits as other career fields. Other, not necessarily other career fields, um, other employees who are not falling under the child labor laws, just someone above 18. We'll go with that. Like, how is it if I'm 19 years old and I crush my hand in a brake press it's an OSHA recordable, for one. There's lost time at work, most likely. You're going to have to go to an occupational uh, therapist for physical therapy, something like that, if you're hurt on the job. And we're just going to exempt someone who's 14? Is that the way I understand? Is that correct? Am I understanding this correctly? That's crazy. So, uh... Definitely some improvements to be made if I'm interpreting this article correctly. Okay, so moving on with the article. Um, 
The bill, in addition, would allow 16- and 17-year-olds with written permission of a parent, legal custodian, or guardian to serve people alcohol um, who are drinking. Okay, so you can serve alcohol at a younger age. Uh, personally, I don't know. If you're like a, a waiter, say at a Buffalo Wild Wings or just another restaurant, and you're bringing someone a, a beer with their dinner or a margarita or whatever, you know, bring out their appetizer and their drinks. I don't see anything wrong with that. Uh, and maybe that's already legal. Maybe this is like pertaining to a bartender making the drinks. You should certainly not be 17 years old and serving alcohol as a bartender. I don't agree with that. I think that's stupid. I, I Actually, I think that's putting kids in danger. I personally would even argue that you should be old enough to drink before you can serve someone alcohol. It's never even crossed my mind until I've read this article, but that's my stance on it. If you're not old enough to do it, you shouldn't be old enough to physically create the drink, pour the drink, be the bartender. Now, if you're bringing someone their appetizer and their drinks, you're just the delivery person at the restaurant. Um, I don't see a problem with that, but it's a different environment when you're sitting at the bar ordering a drink from a minor and sitting there drinking in front of a minor opposed to, say, someone who's of age creating the drink, putting it on a tray along with some nachos or whatever, and you take it to a table. I think there's a difference there, and that's my stance. I don't think that's a good idea. If I'm interpreting interpreting this correctly, bad idea. Parent permission or not, my personal opinion, bad idea. Um, as the article says, um, let's see here. Okay, it would also allow some children under 16 to drive themselves to work. Um, let's see here. The Iowa Department of Transportation says online a student must be 14 and a half years old to obtain a special driver's license. So 14 and a half in the state of Iowa, you can drive to school from home. Um, sounds like they're looking at lowering the requirements for work. Um, it would let kids under 16. Oh, it's also, this is an addition to that. Um, talking about work hours. It would let kids under the age of 16 work until 9 p.m. instead of quitting at 7 p.m. Um, and quitting time would be extended during the summer hours, essentially. Now, let's see here. I definitely worked younger than the age of 16, and I'm trying to figure out what I was doing at the age of 16 because... I worked at a Hy-Vee and I know there were some rules for people my age working on the liquor store and what you can and can't do inside the store. Maybe I was 16 or 17 working on the liquor store side. It was selling alcohol. Um, and I think that closed after 9 p.m., but I could be wrong. Again, trying to jog my memory back over a decade. So, 
Anyways, looking at uh, changing the hours that a teenager can work as well. Okay, so uh, again, just some some thoughts on here. You know, I operated a ditch witch and other type of machinery between like the ages of 14 and 15. I also used to help my cousin tear off roofs during the summer um, at the age of like 15, maybe even younger, maybe 14. I'm not real sure. I was definitely climbing up and down a ladder, carrying uh, shingles, tearing shingles off a roof, throwing them down off the roof into a dumpster. Um, I've also, again, I've worked in manufacturing for over a decade. I worked in manufacturing for most of my 20s. Um, I know teens can do these jobs. They can do them responsible. They can do them safely. Um, and you know, there's probably low-income families and low-income teens, teens that are doing these jobs already. So again, let's create some laws to protect them. Also, let's help them learn. I think there's a great path into a trade, whether it's high school, trade school, then the trade, or high school, some type of apprenticeship into the trade. I think there's a pathway into the trades without going to a post-secondary um, type of school. Also, how cool would it be, and I, I think this is cool, at the age of you know, 14, 15, 16, for these young adults, these teenagers, <coughs> excuse me, to uh, get these types of coverages that an employer would typically offer, such as 401k, um, health insurance. Now, obviously, they're going to be on their parents' health insurance, but as the HR person of this company, when you do your new hire stuff, I used to do new hire orientation um, for my previous company. You know, we had to walk them through the OSHA safety training. Um, some of the other things associated with new hire training. Um, I personally didn't do the HR stuff. I am not taking any credit for that. There's probably some ears <clears throat> listening to this podcast that know damn well I have nothing to do with HR and I will not claim to. But... I was, uh, I was managing safety for a short amount of time with my previous employer. I am familiar with OSHA. I am familiar with different things with like the EPA and the Department of Labor and reporting requirements and all these other things. I am familiar with those, so I can speak to that. Also, as a participant in the workforce, I can speak to having a 401k. What an HSA does. Um, taxes. You know, all these different things that you're not learning in school or you're finding out, you know, probably the hard way after the fact on how much money the government is actually taking from you. How cool would it be to learn about that before you're out of the house, set into the wild on your own? You know, again, this is kind of a piggyback, <coughs> excuse me, kind of a piggyback conversation off my previous podcast about advice for high schoolers or high school seniors about to graduate. Um, this, I think is, this law is completely applicable to that situation. You know, we should, in my opinion, open up the workforce, um, to younger people. Now don't buy into the narrative that you see on some post online, like Kim, Kim Reynolds is trying to force 
13-year-olds into dangerous jobs because there's a labor shortage. I don't think that's necessarily the case. Um, would it help with the economy? Would it help with getting, you know, feet and boots on the job site? Yes, it would. But also, I think there's a valuable lesson for these young adults to be learned with this. Okay, so not just learning about a trade or learning a skill. Um, this will give them lessons they don't get in school. Lessons in leadership. Okay, lessons in uh, responsibility. You know, you can pick these up on the micro scale in school, sure. But it's not the same as on a job site. It's not the same learning environment when you have, say, a crew of 10 people on a construction site or in a manufacturing plant. It's hotter than hell. You're sweating your beep off. I don't even know why I said beep because I said fuck earlier. <laughs> so... But you're sweating your ass off on a job site and you've got... And I'll tell you what, I've been in uh, situations um, from my previous job where it's hot as hell on the shop floor. And you got a guy out there who's a welder burning metal together, wearing all this PPE, this protective equipment, so they don't you know, get hurt. The, the shit's not comfortable. It makes a hotter situation even hotter. And you've got to go out there and tell them, like, your weld wasn't done correctly. Please grind this out and redo it. Imagine being put in that situation at, like, 14, 15, right? It's good to face something like that at that age um, before you get out, you know, on your own. Because I think we live in a very sheltered environment, Um whether it's, I don't know, I could probably do another whole podcast on that. But I think it's good for these young adults to get out in the workforce, experience things in the real world outside of the classroom. It's not a realistic expectation to teach somebody about construction inside of a classroom. And even if you go put them on a Habitat for Humanity project, building a house or building a shed or building whatever... Yes, that gives them some experience swinging hammers, using a tape measure, using tools, setting things up. Yes, you get that experience, but it doesn't give you the experience of, I've got a 10-man crew that I work with, two people called in sick, one person's got a sick kid, so I'm short three people on this job site, it's 100 degrees outside. And my materials haven't shown up yet. Now, as a 14-year-old, I'm not saying you need to be in charge of those other seven people. But at least you can watch the crew leader. You can watch the other workers and learn what's going on. This will only help you down the road. Okay. And going back to the article, specifically the one that leaves out all sorts of liabilities for employers... Um, I think this needs to apply to all employers, not just large companies, but also small businesses. If you're a large company, you most certainly should be 
offering, you should also have these different types of benefits and coverages for these young adults. It doesn't matter whether it's um, 401k or any type of 401k match. I don't know how that works for a minor, but you should most certainly be teaching these kids about retirement, about an, uh, a healthcare plan. Okay, you don't, they don't have to buy it, but they should at least learn it. Now, some people might have a counter argument. That's the responsibility of the parent, so on and so forth. And I don't necessarily disagree with that, but let these kids get out in the real world. Let them go through a new hire training. Let them figure out how they want to opt into paying their taxes. Let them learn that at a, long, a young age before they're released out on their own. Um, and as far as, you know, uh, things like, potential workman's comp, physical therapy, all these other possibilities that go along with like getting hurt on the job, they're entitled to those. They're entitled to those different coverages and those different programs. That's my personal opinion on it. So uh, let these young adults get out in the real world, outside of the classroom, open them up to these other jobs that need filled and they are in demand okay let's get them started in these different career fields maybe they stick with it maybe they don't but they at least get some valuable experience outside of the classroom at a young age where you're still developing and by the time they hit their 20s early 20s mid 20s they've already gone through what happens when three people call in sick and you still have a job to do and a crew to run they still know there's legit, they know firsthand there's logistical challenges that go along with construction, manufacturing. Equipment breaks down. You could have a whole crew show up and have two machines break down. Then that creates a bigger backlog, a longer lead time. How are these crew leaders and these salesmen, how are they dealing with customers? These aren't things you learn in a classroom. You only learn them in the real world and by the time they're again 18 19 20 21 22 23 years old they should have already seen this by now even if they do this in high school and go on to a a four-year college and get a degree where it's strictly inside of a classroom if they've experienced the logistical complexities that come along with the real world on the job scenarios experience that at a young age learn in the classroom post high school about if it's engineering you know uh different regulatory things different specifications for things let them become the subject matter expert on building the structure on building the bridge but also know that these supervisors, these crew leaders, these people out there swinging the hammers and setting up the forms and tearing the roofs off and doing all these things, they've have a whole host of logistical issues because I can tell you from personal experience and witnessing it firsthand, again, over a decade in manufacturing, there's nothing worse than a project manager or an engineer who has zero or even 10% of manual labor work experience coming out to a shop floor and telling 
a mechanic, an assembler, a welder, that uh, they're doing their job wrong. I promise you, that is the fastest way to, to get a wrench thrown at you. Um, and it doesn't build camaraderie or, or teamwork or anything like that. So even if you plan on going on you know, to a, a four-year college um, after high school, I hope with the loosening of these laws, you're able to gain some valuable on-the-job experience and just life experiences. You could gain a ton of life experiences. So anyways, um, again, I hope this podcast finds you well. <laughs> I hope my voice uh, gets better. I'm actually going to listen to this podcast after I'm done recording it here. Um, give this new Rockville Audio mic kind of a review and uh, see how bad my voice sounds. It's it's the it's the irony of it. Brand new mic, thrashed voice. That's just how it goes sometimes. All right, again, I try to keep things uh, positive, keep them good. We all know. We work in less than ideal situations sometimes, case in point, but I couldn't be more thankful for having this podcast, having a voice, good, bad, thrashed or not, doesn't matter what kind of microphone I'm on, I'm going to keep talking and spreading my message. So uh, if you've made it this far, I appreciate it. If there's anything that you would like to add, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out on Twitter, The Rooney Show, Instagram, The Rooney Show. Or you can email me. Uh, my email address is show 23 like the number 23, at gmail.com. Send me your questions, anything you have to comment on it. Feel free to reach out. I'm always looking to expand these conversations and, uh, and just keep this going. So again, I appreciate your time. Thanks for listening.